You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You don't just live in your home. You live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What is up, everyone? We're back for another weekend of best bits, and it is a lot of y'all's favorite guest, Mr. Producer Eddie. What is up? <laughs> How you feeling this weekend, Eddie? I'm good. I'm good. I love yeah. the weekends. Don't you love the weekends? Yeah, but you know, I've been trying really hard not to live for the weekends anymore. Oh, no. I, I gave up on that a long time ago. You still do? Yeah, I have to. It's like it's like one of those things where, you know, where you set a goal. Yeah. You're like, you set a goal, and you're like, uh, like vacation. You know, you're like, let's work, let's get through this month because at the end of this month, we're going on vacation. Like that kind of thing. And that's literally how I start my Mondays. I'm like, let's get to the week because Friday's coming like in five days and we're going to like enjoy ourselves. But isn't that exhausting? Like I, I felt like when I was living for the weekend, I was exhausted more often because I was like always counting down for each Friday to come. You've never heard that song? Everybody's working for the weekend. Eddie, I've heard every song. And I know that that's like the whole concept, right? I mean, that's the greatest song because it's so true. Like, we're all working for Friday. Like, anytime country singers are like, Friday night, yeah, because Friday night is special. <laughs> now, I mean, you know, yes. I, got, I got four kids, so it's like not special for me, but it's I, still well, that's good. That's what I was going to ask. Like, as a parent, <laughs> no. is that actually the same thing? <laughs> it's not really restful. It's like, it's not like you're going no, out. Yeah. You probably have more to do, actually. I know. It's actually, I'm just tricking myself it's not you're just I like hyping really, yourself up <laughs> i should be like you and just live for every day <laughs> i try to but let me tell you some days it's pretty exhausting i'm like yeah no nothing's happening today but you're like you're still doing stuff on the weekend like i see you on instagram and like you're on a river or you're like uh, doing a picnic <laughs> or you're like doing something every time every weekend i try to i mean this is my year of doing so i've had to say That's yes right. a lot more than i intended on yeah it's been good for me do you go on trips on the weekends? Like, do you yeah. leave town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. That's been, not stressful for you. I have been more this year, but like right now, I'm in a period because I'm about to go on a massive road trip. And right, what do you now, mean just you? Well, so I got to drive home, which is a ten hour each way. Yeah. And then we're gonna do a road trip. I'm going with my parents to Yellowstone. Awesome. And so, but we're gonna stop at a whole bunch of national parks along the way, and 
So right now for the last like month and a half, I've been very like doing nothing on the weekends, preparing for what's about to be like a 40 hour driving road warrior situation. Yeah. So, but yeah, typically I try to like, it it got to the point where I was like, I'm spending so much money going out and eating dinner. Mm -hmm. Why don't I just take that money and go visit a new city? Exactly. And then I'm not like, oh, I hated that I wasted all my money. Exactly. I learned this a long time ago, like drinks and food, like you're just going to pee them and poop them out. Like, why are you spending so much money on something that you're just going to pee and poop out in a few hours? And see, I can justify it when I go to a new city because I'm like, I've never had this Exa- before. That's an experience. Experiences are different. And I, it took me a while to learn that, too. Mm-hmm. Like, even for my kids, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go there. Like, but my kids are going to remember this forever. What What's like a place that's top of mind for you that your kids are like, I want to go here. Like, I don't want to go here. Disney. Mm. Disney was a huge one for me because I hadn't been to Disney since I was uh, maybe 19, 20 years old. Okay. And, and then my kids were like, I want to go to Disney from like day one, Disney, Disney. When my 15 year old wanted to go, to, he wanted to go to Disney when he was five. I'm like, no, you're not going to remember when it's five. And now we had four kids and I'm like, well, you know what? Out of the four, the little one may not remember it, but I think the three older ones are ready for Disney. Mm, so yeah. let's do it. Right. They but were old enough. Totally. They'll remember it and they'll have a good time. But for me, I was like, this is going to be hell. Like this is going, this is going to be five days of complete hell at Disney. It's going to be hot. Like we're going to spend so much money and like, I don't want to do it. But But during it, like, were you thinking that or was that just like the pre and post? Pre. pre. Just pre. Pre. Because when I got there, I'm like, this place is awesome. (laughs) And I still think about it. And more than me having fun, it was watching them have fun. Yeah. And the memory of them not fighting and not arguing and not picking on each other in the back seat, but literally running to the next ride and making a plan like, okay, okay, let's do Haunted Mansion next. And oh no, no, well, let's do Winnie the Pooh first. And then we go to Haunted Mansion. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. And seeing them work together as brothers, I was like, this is a good memory. Made it worth it. Yes. See, that That's what I'm talking about, where it's worth spending the money to go and totally. do these new things. And it's worth spending it there than me going to back to the same restaurant and to the same bar for me to have the same drinks and have the same experience. How much are you spending? And like, if you don't want to say it's okay, but one night, one night where you do, you, you go to a bar, get some drinks or, and then you have dinner and then you go out, out. If it's like an average night where we go, we, Uber, because you have to Uber because you're drinking. Oh, my gosh. And you have to. That's already like 30 bucks. Exactly. This is my point. So then you go to dinner and then you have to Uber from dinner to a bar. Oh, my gosh. And then maybe you go to another bar. Stop it. Okay. So that's like four Ubers. You still have to get home. (laughs) Right now, I'm already pissed. (laughs) (laughs) So and dinner lately these days costs anywhere for 40 bucks for a, a person if you're having one drink and one meal. God. Right. So. Mm-hmm. And then you're spending drinks at the bar. So everywhere between 150, 200 bucks for oh, one night out. This is terrible. In Nashville. Like sure, granted, sure. it's probably a little sure. bit better in other places, but like Wichita? going to bars here is like $10 for a drink, $20 for me, at least for an Uber. If they're not sport, like whatever the surge price. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But I feel like it's always surge price. Yeah. At this point. Doesn't Nashville. matter what's happening. Mm-hmm. Something's making it surge every time yeah. at least they try and say that it is so um, yeah but you're a girl and you do get drinks bought yeah i so, do but as i've gotten older i haven't allowed it as much you say like, no it was just more i think that was definitely something that happened in my 20s because i was going to the bars where that was happening whereas now i go to bars that are like more mature and that's mm. not really the vibe in there unless like you hit it off with someone which is kind of a 
unicorn situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a good conversation you're having with someone and then they order a drink. Like, what are you, what are you drinking? Yeah. Got it. Or like if, if you run into one of those guys who's like, oh, shots, everybody who's around, let's have shots. That's cool. That does happen. That's always cool. And so, you know, but more often than not now, I'm more adult-like and I feel like that doesn't happen at the bars that I'm going to. Question about that dude, and I'm probably derailing your podcast. Which but is okay. We co- haven't even gotten to anything. It's okay. Question about your dude that says shots are on me, anyone yeah, yeah, that's yeah. around me. Mm-hmm. What is the, what's the advantage of that? Like I've never done that. I, I, I've done like... A group of friends. It's mm-hmm. my turn. I'll buy the I'll buy the round. But like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten strangers around. Like, what's the play here? Like, what what's what's he trying to do? I think he's hoping at least one of them sticks, right? Like, like one girl. Yeah, especially in Nashville, the the girl to guy ratio is huge. So right, there's like ten girls for every one dude. Yeah, and so great. Did you hear that? All yeah. the dudes moving. <laughs> They're all I, moving right now. You know, what? I hope so. <laughs> at this point, there's no not very many of them. But I think he's hoping one of those sticks to be like start a conversation and, you know, something happens at the end of the night. I think that's the play there. Or probably the, the lunchbox the play, ones. right? Of like, watch me, look at me, I can afford 10 shots. Well, and, you know, they want something at the end of that, right? Like yeah. they're hoping the watch me, look at me is a play to get somebody, you know? Got it, got it. So unless they're like just somebody that's super rich and is like really nonchalant about it and just is like, hey, what's everybody having a drink? And everybody does it. That's more of like, a, okay, who are you? Instead of a like, oh my God, shots on me, everybody right now. You know what I mean? You There's ever, kind you, of a different vibe. You ever done the who are you and you start digging? Like you're the prince of Egypt? No, you know, I wish that had happened to me. <laughs> like who are you? You're I like wish. tipping hundreds of dollars. <laughs> I wish I could be like hot Richmond at the bar. That'd be cool. Yeah. But, you know, maybe I'm just still not going to the right places. Like I've matured, but I'm not totally matured. <laughs> you're not there yet. <laughs> no, I'm like halfway. <laughs> So, yeah. And speaking of, I'll, I'll share you with a story. Remind me that like this plays into um, I was part of somebody buying the whole bar around. Yeah. And that's that's a good that's story cool. I have to share. So we'll we'll dive in here because Eddie and I will talk all day. I know. If, I know. if I give us the you got to give me the wrap up sign like like Bobby does to Amy. <laughs> I know, but I love our conversation. I did too. Even when they get derailed. Yeah. They're yeah. amazing. We had Lily Rose in studio this week and it was her first time. She performed not only Villain, but her a song that she's never performed, never heard before for any of her fans. And you can watch that on our YouTube page. But her interview was really good, cool. And she also talked about the jobs that she had before she pursued music. So what are all the jobs that you've had like in your life, Eddie? Okay, so my first job, well, I worked for my dad. My dad, he, my dad's first, like the way he made money when I was really young was cool. Like he, uh, I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but he would buy old um, lighting equipment, like street lights and poles and telephone wires and all that stuff from electric companies that would throw them away. Like, so if it was like an old light, it doesn't work anymore. Just throw it away. My dad would say, don't throw it away. I'll buy it to you. I'll buy it for me for a dollar. And so he would buy old street lights, and then he had a warehouse with a bunch of people that would fix them up, make them work. And then he would sell them in New Mexico at like regular price. And so my wow. dad, like in the eighties, and early 90s, he lit like 80% of the country of Mexico. That's crazy. Like if you'd go to Mexico and you saw a streetlight, my dad like sold that to that How did he government. even get into that? He Who just knows? like one day was like, I'm going to try this? Yeah, I was like drinking beers with some electric company guys and they're like, yeah, we throw all this stuff away. He's like, what do you mean you throw it away? It's, it still works. It's just not good enough for, for the, the code. 
And he's like, well, let me see what you're talking about. And then he like, I'll buy those from you. Don't throw them away. And he would buy them from our local electric company. Then he would buy them from Florida. Then he would buy them from California. And he was buying them from all over the country. So he ended up like starting small and then it kind of grew pretty it's, big. It was huge. It was huge. So my first job was working at that warehouse fixing lights. So you know how to fix lights? I know how to. Like, I'm, I'm pretty I was good. Gonna say, do you remember any of that? It was literally like a wire wasn't connected. Mm. And you would connect it and plug it in. It works. Throw it in the truck. That that's was it. Crazy. That was it. And if it didn't work, you'd be like, all right, that's really trash. He, he bought it for a dollar. <laughs> like, so yeah, you just so throw there that. wasn't like a huge waste. But then it. he would recycle that metal and glass. So then he would make money on the recycling. So it was just, it was cool. But that was my first job job that he would pay me just to kind of do in the, in the summers. Then I became a lifeguard. <laughs> that was my real job. Yep, this is where you saved people. I saved people. I had three saves under my belt. <laughs> uh, one was a double save. And I did that for a few years. And then I wanted to go into news. Like I wanted to be a reporter. And so I applied at the local news and got a job as a teleprompter operator where I would just kind of like type in all the scripts and then control the Which teleprompter. Which is a pretty tedious job too. And you can't get anything wrong. So you have to be pretty tedious. Right. Or else you're like anchorman, like go yourself, San <laughs> yeah, Diego. Like you totally mess it up. <laughs> and it's your fault and you're getting fired. Right, right. So I did that. And then I graduated my way up to editor, video editor. Okay. So I would edit the five and the six o'clock news. So like all the videos you would see like uh, that the camera guys would bring in, I would edit that. And then I did that and then I w- and then went to college after that. So So those were your jobs up until college. Um, up until college. And then after college you went back into news. I went right? back into news to be a reporter, but the only job I could find right out of college was a camera guy. So I was like, I'll just do that. And so I, I became a camera guy, but I would write. I was I was a journalist. Yeah. So I would write all the stories and go out and interview and shoot. I just wouldn't be on camera. And then I became a sat truck, like a satellite truck operator and all that stuff. And then graduated into producer. Okay. And then I started producing like everything that wasn't news for the news station, fashion, movies, music, very like, pop culture, very, the, all that stuff. Yeah. Basically, if they were going to talk about anything other than the actual news, I was producing that. Okay. And then you met Bobby and then you joined the show. And then I left news and joined a music station. I, I got hired by a music entertainment station. And that's where Bobby and I met. Okay. Mm-hmm. Music station, like radio station? No, it was a TV station that was trying to be like MTV. Oh, uh, so you said, when you said music station, I was like, I've yeah. never heard of a music station. It, it, mo- mainly they would play videos, like music videos. Got it. And then they'd have like a VJ, like a video jockey, yeah. introduce the music videos. And that was Bobby. Bobby like auditioned for that. And he got the part. He was doing the radio show. He was auditioning for the TV VJ stuff because, I mean, that was his step into TV. Yeah. Like from this was 2004, 2005. So 2005, Bobby was like, I need to do TV. I'm already in radio. He was already killing it in Austin. I didn't know who he was, but he was already I'd heard of his name, but he was you know, let me go into TV. So he was doing the radio show, doing TV in the afternoon, and then like just doing that. And I became his TV producer. That's and how long mm-hmm. did that go on for? Three years. Three years. Okay. Three and years. So it was like a local MTV. Totally. Got it. Their idea, that company's idea, was to expand into like a national thing. Yeah. They were going to start in Austin because Austin was such a music live music hub. Mm-hmm. That they were going to start there. Then they wanted to do one in Chicago, and they wanted to do one in California, and LA and all that stuff and but it just didn't take off okay but I mean it took off long enough for them to be on for a couple years yeah three years it was was, and it was really cool 
And as a producer, they kind of just said, go do what you want to do. And so when I told Bobby, like, hey, we can do whatever we want to do. Oh, my gosh. Like, we got into so much trouble. <laughs> like, so much trouble. Bobby was I like, oh, my God. Bobby was like, hey, let's, let's do this. It'd be funny. And we'd do it and we'd get in trouble. Like, OK, dude, we can't do that. Hey, let's do this. It'd be funny. <laughs> it was like that, that all funny. the time. Yeah. OK. OK. So this and then you join the show after that. So Bobby had actually offered me the job like a couple times. He'd have people like quit on the radio show and be like, Hey man, like, would you want to do radio? I'm like, what time do you have to wake up? And he You're would, like, uh. yeah, he would say like uh, three and I'd be like, no, nah, it's way too early. Like, nah, man, I like my life where I show up at the studio at eight and you know, go home at four. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of my, and then go out at night. I, I, that was my style. So I turned him down like a couple of times. And then when he got the job offer to come to Nashville, He's like, all right, you're not going to say no. Like, you're coming with me. Okay, and I was wow. like, wow, I guess, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And then you did it. So you didn't ever fully join the show until he was moving to No, and I, funny. I knew all of them, like, because we would all go out together. And Lunchbox, you know, and mm-hmm. Amy, we'd all go out together. And so I've known, I, I knew them for like four years living in Austin, but I, was, I wasn't part of the show. That's so great. You mm-hmm. could have been part of the show earlier I, than what you did. Like an idiot. I just kept saying no. No, no. But like, in all fairness, waking up early does suck. So. Yeah, really. And that, but that's so stupid. That was my only reason. Like, not you know, oh, it could be cool. It'd be on the radio because it wasn't ever a position to be on the radio. It's to be a producer. It's just to be a producer, and I was like, I'm, I'm already doing TV. I'm a TV producer. Like that's what I've been doing since day one. Well, and you wanted to go on TV, so like yeah. for you, maybe even just the aspect of waking up early, yes. But maybe it was like, no, that feels like a step down for me because this is what you wanted to do. Right. At least in the TV world. But when he we made the move to Nashville, it was like, I want you to do what you do for TV, but for the radio. And I'm like, ooh, interesting. Like, okay, I can still do videos. I can still edit. Mm-hmm. I've, been do, I've been editing since day one. I can still do that. And then slowly on the show, I was really the only dad on the show. Amy wasn't a parent. Lunchbox wasn't a parent. Bobby's still not a parent. Uh, but so any questions they had about parenting, they'd be like, Eddie, get on the mic. And I'd have a camera in one hand, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I would I would talk on the that mic. That was back when you were doing handheld. handheld. Now, now you have like a great mm-hmm. technology where you just press buttons. Then that was handheld. I, I got a glimpse of your handheld days. I was part of that. Well, but. I mean, I think we connected because that's you were a digital girl in in Wichita mm-hmm. and you were running camera at our Raging Idiot show. And like. I've always been like this. Like anytime I see someone with a camera, like that, that was me. So I start talking to them. Like, do you like what you do? Yeah. What kind of camera do you have? Well, it's like two creative speaking to each other. Totally. It's very much a, like an easy in, an easy conversation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but that I do remember your days of that, especially when we were doing the early morning. What were they? The early EMLs. Yes. Remember EML those? Videos. You come in with like the handheld. I even remember like our old studio. Yeah, just crazy. That crazy that I even was here when that was all happening. Yeah, but I know. How long have you been on the show? I just have my six year anniversary. That's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, I think I'm at like six years and three months or something now. I started the show doing what 23 year olds care about, and I am about to be 30 this year. Oh my gosh, that's true. Like, isn't that crazy? That is. Maybe crazy. we didn't start it at 23. Maybe we started it when I was 24. But I started the show when I was 23. Wow. So so you you got the call to come to Nashville or you you um, applied for a job here as the digital person? Yeah. Or how so did that happen? My, and I didn't work as early as you did. So my first job was Buffalo Wild Wings, which I worked for four years. 
and did, worked my way up. I was about to be a bartender when I left for college. I was like, dang, I almost made it. <laughs> like, I made it through <laughs> so every, every single job that they could possibly have, but I couldn't be a bartender. I wasn't 21 yeah. yet. Um, went off to college, and that's where I got my sheet magazine gig. I yes. started working for him doing, he's also a tax accountant, so I was helping him do like some of his taxing stuff. And that was all because my sister found this job on Craigslist. She had started working for him, and then I started working for him. But who is this dude that's so random? Mr. Jeff Ebert. He's a very nice man. <laughs> <laughs> and I still I still do the sheet magazine. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, she just found it. She was looking for, you know, a college kid trying to find a job. And Manhattan's a very small town. So she like went on Craigslist, found a job, and we're like, oh, this is how Taylor dies. She's going to go find a job this way. <laughs> for a sheep dude. And then she was like, no, he's like so nice. He wears a lot of hats, has a lot of jobs. And she was like, do you like want to start working? And I was like, I mean, I, yeah, I'm going to be hungover. So if this is like easy, me sitting on a desk, yeah, sure, let's do it. And sure enough, I was hungover a of lot course. of those days. It was, college. Br- it was brutal. Um, but I did that. And so I had, that's where that job started, which I'm still doing the sheet magazine. Um, and then I was working for our sports team. I did a lot of video editing that's and cool. stuff for our sports teams and like just the news in general on our campus. I was working for them. Did you want to do news? Yeah. That's what I wanted to go into. I yeah. wanted to be a reporter and then eventually an anchor. Change the world. Oh, yeah. Well, and then I like realized how negative news was. I was like, was this terrible. is not for me. You're so right. It was terrible. Yeah. What I didn't like about it too was that, that like they cared so much about what you look like and not like your face, but the way your hair was and like what, what colors of shirts and ties you're wearing. I'm like, no, who cares about that? Like, I, I just want to tell the story. Yeah. No, it's so entertainment based. Yep. Like, Even though it's about serious topics, which yeah, is so interesting. I know. Yeah, and it was all about how you spoke and what it looked like. You like, have to talk like this. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to talk like that. Yeah, it's funny. So so many, this is off off topic, but so many people will hit me up and they're like, you go into like a country accent sometimes, which I do. When I'm talking to my friends and I'm having like a fun conversation, Kansas Morgan like comes out. Yeah, That's how you know I'm having a good time. <laughs> but when I was anchoring, I was so serious. And so, and I think I'm... I'm okay with doing that now, being that way now, mm-hmm. because when I was anchoring, I was so like in today's world. And then you like go into mm-hmm. such a serious topic. So now I'm like, I don't have to be that way. I didn't do a job that was that. So right. I can have my Kansas Morgan come out and it's fine and it's funny. But some people love that. Some people just, they're, they just love being mm-hmm. a serious, another person. I think I would have loved all of the camera stuff and mm-hmm. doing the telling. I, I love being a storyteller. I, I love the idea of that. I put together so many documentaries and cool things in college, and I loved that. But I just don't think at the end of the day I could have talked about something so negative all the every time. day, every yeah. day. And there's just, and you got to move on. Yeah, like, like, you, you just covered a triple fatality, and then you have to move on and talk about flowers. There's no emotion in it, and especially just the way, especially seeing how the world is, especially mm-hmm. has evolved in the last mm-hmm. ten years. I'm like, dang, I'm really glad I'm not oh, a gosh. part of that news yes. cycle. So my wife says that all the time. Like, She's glad like I'm you're so not doing glad it. you changed professions. <laughs> like, yeah, it is like, mm-hmm. and granted, everything comes with its negativity, right? I mean, we have to deal with social media. There's mm-hmm. there's levels of it and everything. But it was just, I think everything was so glaring. And when you're involved in news, you had to be so up to date on all the worst things in the world. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah, every day. And whereas here, we can be like, I don't, I don't want to know about that today. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is another day. But then you have Lunchbox, who like loves to read about <laughs> the bad stuff of the world. He does. And fun. also the really crazy stuff. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. who knows? Um, but yeah, I did. So I did that. I worked for another bar uh, when I be- went back home for the summers. Bartending? 
No, I was a server. But I made so much good money. That's where like so much of my money came from was serving. And so then I did, I interned for iHeartRadio, which is where that kind of connection started happening. In Wichita. Wichita, okay. And I also interned for Cake News, which was RTV. So like that was how I figured out what I wanted to do. K A K E. Yeah, K A K E. And I did that for two summers. I did, and then that radio one was the last one. I was like, I feel like this might be more up my alley. That's where I started doing social media. Social media wasn't a big thing yet. And I was like the beginning of that. Mm-hmm. And so from digital directing in Wichita, so I was an intern, became the digital director, which I kind of, you know, BS my way through. <laughs> and then, of course, you always say like, yeah, I can do this. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of things I was like, I can do that. And I'd be like at night teaching myself on YouTube. And that's my life. Night. Which uh, is, you know, hey, as long as you're always learning, that's what matters. Right. And you're willing to learn. Yep. So did that for 10 months, got the job in Nashville as a digital director for 10 months, and then the job opened with the show. And that's when I like sat in for two weeks, made sure I like vibed with all of you guys well. Mm-hmm. And Bobby's like, you have it if you want it. And you had already right. vibed with us when you moved into the building. Yeah. Which I had is like hung a, out with a bunch of you guys. Right, right. Yeah. And, and you and I had already met prior. Mm-hmm. We had met in Wichita mm-hmm. when I was doing that job. So it, it was right. Like, Seeds were already planted. Yeah, it was an places. easy transition. Yeah. So, and I don't feel like I'm very hard to get along with. So when it was yeah. like, we got to test like the temperature and figure out, I was like, oh, th- I'm good at this. Uh-huh. Like if, if anybody can vibe, I can vibe. Uh-huh. And it's like legit. I'm not like sitting here faking. Yeah. But. So yeah, now, and it feels weird that I've been here for six years. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And seeing like the transition of the show and the studio oh, yeah. and wow. Yeah. From like, and jobs. you listened to the show when you were younger. Yeah, when you guys were on Channel 963 in Wichita, which was pop and not country. Which I was not a part of that. Yeah, I think that was when they were in Austin. Yeah. And they were still on pop music because as soon as they moved to Nashville, it was country. Yeah. But yeah, which that was crazy. And I, like it, that feels like a fever dream. Kind of feels like it didn't happen. And that I was young enough to be listening and like knowing like it just feels all of it feels. And I think COVID did this to me. Like my brain is just so messed up that things feel like their memories are like they're like dreams, but not real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. I look back on my life, I'm like, that actually happened, but I don't really remember it. Yeah. I don't know if that's COVID or if that's just me getting older. It, but. Could, just, it could be just you getting older. <laughs> but all of it. Do you feel like that a lot? Oh, is yeah. that a common well, thing? you know, what's really cool about our life is that we get to do a lot of cool things. Like a lot of cool things. And I think we're running so hard all the time. Like, cause like you say, it's like week, week to week, week, right? Day to day, day by day. And it's like, oh, we're, we're going to Wichita. Like, oh yeah. And then next week we got, we got Tampa and then, you know, okay. And then we get next weekend off and then we got this the weekend after that, like it all just blurs so that when you stop and do think like, I remember I was, I was talking to someone the other day and they were talking about Naples, Florida. I'm like, I think I've been to Naples. Florida. And you think back and like, I did go to Naples and we had a good time in Naples. And I remember a restaurant we had at Naples. And it's one of those things where you're like, man, like I got to really remember all these things that we've done because we've gotten to do a lot of cool things. Mm-hmm. But when you do a lot of cool things, you kind of just, you're just trying to survive. You yeah, know, and you know, that's why I, th- I really appreciate social media and the fact that I document so much of my life, yeah. because if I don't, I would never remember it Yeah, because there's just so much good stuff. And I feel so lucky to be able to say that, like, there's just so much good stuff. There's bad. Don't get me wrong. Sure. There's plenty of bl- sure. bad in between. We're going to post that. Yeah. <laughs> nobody needs to see that. But like the, all the good stuff that's on my phone that I've gotten to experience mm-hmm. in that I have those memories because I have videos and pictures. I really appreciate that. How often do you go back in your role and look at that stuff? 
Oh, like often, especially as I create content. Yeah. Cause I'll pull videos from like, they could be a year ago. And then I'll just like go down a rabbit hole. Oh, like, yeah. oh dang, that was cool. Oh my gosh. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Like I, I've met the Backstreet Boys. I hung out with Mara Morris before she got big. Like, and I yeah. just don't, those things don't come up in my brain because there's so much cool stuff now. That's what I'm talking about. You know, yeah. and, but like, and then I go back through my phone and I have all these photos, mm -hmm. even if they're old and I'm like, oh wow, this is like terrible technology. But like, I have that memory. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So, you know, that is the one thing I'm thankful for, for documenting our lives sure. in the way that we do with social media now. I know you're not a big fan of social media, but I, I just, that is the good part. I just say that I feel sometimes like I got to remind myself to do it. Yeah, because it's a job. I don't my mind doesn't go there immediately. And sometimes I'll do a whole thing for a day and be like, man, I should have like posted about that. But now now it's too late. <laughs> you know <laughs> you what like I mean? Didn't capture anything for it. You have like one picture of you eating a piece of food. Right. You're like, that is not <laughs> right. going to work. Right. I'll go a whole day and be like, man, I should have gotten some kind of video of that today. But I didn't. But I think it's good to have both, right? There's mm -hmm. some things where I'll have one picture and that's the only memory I have of like this incredible weekend. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, I was really in the moment and I was living it up. That's so you good too. you can't be mad at yourself for that. Yeah. It sounds like you were living in that moment. Always. But I try to do that. All I the just time. appreciate as my memory deteriorates that I do have them in there because my memory really deteriorates. <laughs> Relax. At a you're speed. not that old. You're not that old yet. I swear, Eddie, though. Like, I, it really does make me feel that way. Like, yeah. the, the, quickness of which it leaves my brain is just crazy. Mm -hmm. And I do think that comes with old age and moving on. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like that. And this is like more for Amy's podcast, but like I, I've like just sometimes I don't want to deal with things and I'm just like, I'm going to put that away and I don't want to think about it, you and know, and just, just move on. And I literally forget about it. And my wife's like, what are you like? We talked about this. Like, you know what? I must've tucked that away and threw it away. Yeah. Cause what, I don't remember what do they it. Call it? Com compartmentalizing. Yeah. And then you like drop it off. But somewhere. I literally <laughs> dump it. Like I, I dump it and I'm like, I, that, that's, that sounds foreign to me. I don't know what you're talking about. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I like yeah. it. Oh man. You know, I like, I like that. We're getting this different side of Eddie. It's, it's, I, I love this side of Eddie because this is who I get to see. So I'm yeah. glad they get to see that side of mm -hmm. you. We did talk about, speaking of like life, the things we learned later in life, which was a funny segment in general, just us confessing oh my gosh. some random things and also fun facts. Yeah. We learned things that nobody <laughs> yeah. else knew. Um, but I want to tell you about my bar story. Come on. So I, I was out with some girlfriends for a happy hour and I'm going to keep this pretty generic as is to protect here? everybody. Yeah, it okay. was here. And, um, let's just say there was a business card involved because it was supposed to be a work happy hour for somebody. Okay. And apparently everybody left, but that work happy hour had to hit a limit of $3,000. It was getting charged $3,000 no matter what happened. Okay. So drink up. But everybody left besides like five of us. And I don't know if you've ever tried to hit 3000. It's a lot harder than you think. Yeah. It's pretty hard unless you're like really paying expensive money. And you know, I, I drink Tito's like, I'm did they tell you what, where you were at? Oh yeah. We kept track okay. for, for okay. a long time. So you took over at what number? Oh, I think it was like at a thousand. Oh my gosh. Two so grand. Two grand. And we're and they, it was getting charged no matter what. Huh. And we're like, crap. Oh, so we ordered some food. We got some more drinks. We all got a round of shots. I mean, we maybe did a hundred dollars like, and we're like, okay, that's not good. And so we keep, we keep pulling at it. Right. And then it's like 1500 and we're like, we can't be here all night. 1500 though. That's pretty good. I mean, we did, but we were pushing that. Like yeah. that was us pushing and we were already getting really drunk. Like we're like, okay, this, this can't keep happening. <laughs> and so then 
they were like, okay, well, one of the girls was like, I think we should just buy everybody a round of shots. And I was the like, everybody? Bar. And she's like, yeah, like the whole bar. I mean, that has to be like a couple hundred, right? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, oh, you no. think. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, and it was good. Anyway, okay. But we still didn't hit the line. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I thought you you went over. No. So she like gets up on the bar and announces like, she, it was like a movie. She uh-huh. was like, free shots for everybody. And granted, there was maybe like 10 people in the bar. Okay. I mean, so it was all a happy 10 went, hour. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody was really excited. It was a cool moment. Uh-huh. Everybody took the shot together. And I mean, we still we we still didn't. Even by the time we left, we never hit 3,000. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But we did get to buy the whole, and it was a cool moment. I got to live out like my movie bar yeah. scene that happened. Happened. Yeah, it was cool. It That's was cool. really cool. And like all these strangers were really excited, and mm-hmm. they were like, all especially in Nashville, a lot of them were visiting, and so they're like, we're in town celebrating this, or this is what we're here for. And you're like, this is cool. This was a cool moment for all these strangers to come together for no reason at all. Now, did you like go to people and be like, hey, like I- I'm Morgan from the Bye Bunch Show, and <laughs> I'm going to buy you free drinks? No, no, no. Okay. I sat, be- I sat because it wasn't my card. I sat. I let her, you know, uh-huh, take it. Uh-huh. She ran with it, and I was like, it was just cool to get to be a part of it and watch it all happen. Yeah. Also, because I'm like dangerously a rule follower, and I could never, <laughs> like, right, like I could never. You'd have serious guilt yes even though you shouldn't because Mm -hmm. like this is just what Mm -hmm. it is regardless and that was the whole thing was like okay well at least the money will go to make people happy it could be a cool story and you know whatever but i was just like i'm just gonna sit here and just be a part of this and not be like the person that's not my role in this yeah good good so i gotta just enjoy it that's awesome though Uh like i've always wanted to do that and some of the girls even sent drinks to a group of guys on behalf of me because i thought one of them was cute i was like guys i don't want to do i'm not in the mood to like get myself there (laughs) he is cute yes it's great i can admire from afar and move on with my life yeah but they sent him around to drinks and then they came over and talked i was like i was not at all in the mental space to have a conversation with a man but you did i did and he was nice but they were from canada so you know yeah (laughs) what are you gonna do there yeah, and I was like, I'm not. He was like, yeah, we're going to go out tonight. I was like, yeah, I'm not. Like, <laughs> I really appreciate this conversation. You're very attractive, but not oh. not going to happen. So I think oh, I... A weekday? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was on a That's Thursday tough. night. That's so tough. I was also like, I got work tomorrow. I got work tomorrow. Sure. I get home. That's like, tough. I'm not going out tonight. So, but it was, it was cool that we got to have that whole overlying bar moment. Man, it's so like crazy that you can turn... Like, see, if I were single, like I would have been like, okay, let's go. <laughs> no, Eddie, you know why? There was one time, let me tell you, and nobody knew this because I hit it so well. But there was one time that I went out hard on Broadway on a a, night that we had to come back in for work. And I was out until 2 a.m. I had to get up an hour and a half later. And I remember that whole entire morning, every time I went to the bathroom, I threw up. Oh, I was so hungover. (laughs) How did you hide that? None of you knew it. And I was sitting there like miserable. My head was spinning. I'm like working and my head was spinning. I was like, and the whole time I'm just like, I can never do this again. This is the worst experience of my life. Yeah. And I threw up, I think 10 times that morning. Wow. And we were on the show. We were live. And so that experience traumatized me Mm -hmm. forever. That was in like my first year of working for the show. And as I said, I've worked here for six years, have not done it again. That's how bad it was. I, one time, my, a buddy of mine was like, hey, Pearl Jam's playing in Memphis. And it was like a Tuesday night. Let's go. I'm like, oh, man, that's crazy. Like, I don't know if we can do that. Let's go. I'll drive. So we go to Memphis Tuesday night and like see Pearl Jam. I think they finished like at 10, 30, 11. And like we went out on Beale Street. I'm like, I got to get home. Like, I've got to go home. I've got work at four in the morning, like in like just a few hours. And you had to drive and back, he, right? Yeah, and so my buddy drove back 
And I made it to the station with like 30 minutes before we had to be there. So I didn't go home. In last night's clothes? Yeah, I didn't go home. And Bobby was cool with it. I was just like, you're crazy, but as long as you're here, who cares? Yeah, like, like you, you survived. Uh, you yeah, made it. yeah, but that's, uh, yeah, it's so not worth it. But was it worth it? Because you do love Pearl Jam so I much. I do love Pearl Jam, but it's not worth it. Like, it's mm. not worth it. You feel like trash. You feel like, like just worthless. Well, and let me like preface this by saying getting up at 3.30 in the morning anyway yeah. already makes you not feel good. Like yeah. Yeah, your yeah, body's yeah. not used yeah. to that. So when you do it, especially when it's not at like optimum or whatever capacity, it really sucks. It really does. <laughs> so like you're already struggling with like just the basic part of like being up early. And, you know, people don't realize when you're on the radio, like you have to be alert. Because mm-hmm. Bobby, just, like, glide through. Bobby comes to you, and you better be ready. Like whatever the topic is, you better have something to say. And it's a lot of pressure when you're not thinking right mm-hmm. or you're not paying attention. We've all, we've all, we've all gone through it. Yeah, <laughs> I think currently yeah. you'll hear parts where like we're just, like, wait, what? What uh, were we talking about? <laughs> Morgan, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Morgan yeah, was listening. If you ever listening. hear a little bit of a detached answer from it, it's because we're totally trying to make up uh-huh. whatever we're supposed to be talking if about. If the answer doesn't quite make sense, yes, yeah, yeah, because we like, didn't really what hear. What is she if I'm like talking in circles, it's because I'm trying to figure out what the question was. You know what I do? I listen to the last part of what he just said. Like, if I can hear two words of the last thing that he said, I can slowly, slowly come up with like, something. Piece it together, and then he'll, and then Bobby will be like, "So." So you don't agree? And I'm like, no one, I, I mean, I do. It just depends like, on. Crap, do I? <laughs> don't I? <laughs> How's he acting? Is he shocked by the fact that I don't agree? Because if he's shocked about it, then, I'm not, then I don't. I don't agree. Yeah, It's really hard. You and I are both working on a lot of stuff during the show. My favorite is like when he'll come to me for like a mailbag on advice. And I'm like, oh, God. I only, <laughs> I only, I only heard like three words of that. That's right. And. I'm pretty sure it's about a red flag. So I'm just going to roll with what I think about red flags and hope that stuff This happened together. to you like three weeks ago. I remember this. Two weeks ago, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. Was it because I typically look at Eddie and I'm like, I don't know what just happened. <laughs> and I'm like, how can I communicate to you? I can't. I should yep. text you next time. Yeah, next time. I, a, I think I found my way around it, though. It's about a dude hitting on you in a bar. Like, yeah. text. Like, real quick. And he had, but I think Bobby's noticed because sometimes I'll be like, because it's really hard to, like, I'll be writing things. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, crap. Uh-huh. He said something at the same time I was writing that sentence. And now I'm focused on whatever I said in that sentence. It's so hard. Not the same. So hard. I do think in that time that that happened, though, I think I, I, I found my way I there. Think you, I think you got it. But it Which is like good for you because that's almost impossible. It is. My favorite is Lunchbox. And he's like, ugh, ugh. He just starts <laughs> grunting. Uh, uh, yeah, well, uh, right. <laughs> and you're like, what, what is coming out of your mouth? Now you guys know. We pulled back That's, the curtain. You guys know when we're having our moments. Yeah, you'll you'll notice it. <laughs> I love that we admitted that. Okay, we're we're gonna take a quick break and we're coming back in with top three favorite things of all time. Like in like anything. I have categories. Okay, good. <laughs> I was gonna say like anything. <laughs> we could do anything. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This week we played a new game where Bobby sang the famous first lines of a 90s country song, which was a riot because it Nobody anticipated it was going to throw us off as much as it did. Not you. You're not included in, in what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> I kind of got it. Because you can always well, get songs. It, it, you have to just not listen to him. I and, can't, and, 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 But here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Bobby and I have sang together for a long yeah. time. And I know, I I just, he didn't sing good anyway. <laughs> like So when he does that, I have to just be like, okay, no, I, I know that's that, that's not how it's going. Listen to the lyrics, and then you figure it out. You also are very blessed with a whole lot of music knowledge. Mm. Like, very good at it's music not blessed. Games. I listen to a lot of music. Well, yes, but you're also just, like, really, you're, put it this way. I would, this is, I had, I had to make a whole statement because somebody came at me for not understanding geography. Come on. Or my easy trivia. Come on. And this is the thing. Everybody gets to decide what their knowledge is in. Like, especially after you get out of school. Don't tell me that you've ever in your life. If I did not work on this show. Why are you putting your finger up at me? <laughs> because. I didn't say anything. No, but you made a great point. Is that we all get to have the knowledge in certain things mm-hmm. that we want to have. 
And if we didn't work on the show, nobody would ask me about the presidents. Nobody's going to ask me where the frick Turkey is on a map. Like none of that stuff that I did actually learn in school matters, at least in my day to day life. So, no, I don't I haven't gone back. And let me tell you, I have been quizzing myself again. I've been going through and doing freaking trivia quizzes online. You're studying to get better at easy trivia? Because I'm like, well, I guess I have to re- like get my... It's in the back of my brain, right? <laughs> I have to put it back to the front of my brain. Yeah. And because I've never used it, because yeah. nobody's ever talked to me about it. But like pop culture, you can talk to me about that all day long, and I will remember that. For you, it's music. And it's you music. like And you watch documentaries, and you mm-hmm. go into the history of music. Mm-hmm. So like that's your topic where you've dove into when you know so much about it and everybody gets to have those topics. They're not going to be the same for everybody. And you know what? For some people, it may be freaking U.S. presidents. So what was, what, what was your excuse for elder versus millennial? Some of, I mean, you some just didn't know that pop alive. culture. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. But I mean, a lot of stuff I know I wasn't alive for. I love old movies. I know about all that stuff. I wouldn't lie for that. I mean, Yes and no, but you were alive for like the things you missed in Millennial. So like, sure, sure. <laughs> at least I had these. I'm not watching Witches of Waverly Place. <laughs> I'm not watching uh, the Thundermans. No, but you also have four kids. Yes. I mean, there is advantages, but I also just like a memory is not my strong suit. At the end of the day, like it's just not. I We've have to study this, really yes. hard yeah. to have. Or I have to be so passionate about something. Yeah. But like I, my friends could tell me a story and I could forget something about it. Like, and I have to do that a lot where I'm like, hey, please remind me because I forgot it. I just don't have the ability to retain a lot in my brain. I just got to keep what's in there that's really important for me yeah. like to do my day-to-day job I and survive. <laughs> I totally understand that. Like the survival skills are really important to me. Yeah. Okay. I'd yeah. prefer to survive than know that <laughs> the 13th president is whoever. But you do listen to a lot of music. I do. Okay. I do, but it's just not. It's, but you don't, and you don't care who sings it. No, right? I'm just like I'm. Listen, I'm just vibing. My whole life yeah. is just me vibing and mm-hmm. existing and mm-hmm. like loving life. I love to learn new things and I love to understand new things. But the fact that I will probably know that same fact that I know right now, five years from now, is probably not likely. It's just not my strong suit. Yeah, yeah. I, I I learn it, I take it in, and then it goes. It's like goes in one ear out the other. But you are working to get better at this. I'm trying. I'm trying to study because my strong suit when I was in school. I mean, I did get yeah. straight A's. Was to study. I studied really hard to get those straight A's. But but hold on. But you're trying. You're studying to be better at a game that we play on the radio. Yeah. Interesting. Because I would like to prove that <laughs> you can get better. One. Okay. Okay. And two that. Have like, you won one yet? Yeah, well, I have one. Okay, I think so. It's paying off. <laughs> you think you don't remember? Yeah, I don't. Remember. You don't remember. Honest, I don't remember. <laughs> we don't remember things. The times I win are few and far between. I'm really good at the drafts. See, I'm really good at like yeah relating. But that's not memory. That's not exactly trivia game. I'm not good at memory games. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, this, my brain likes yeah. to do its own thing. Yeah. And so, well, well, I'm rooting for you then. I'm, try, I'm trying to at least study just to have things back into my brain that I do know they're just not front of my brain. Right. They're in the back. They're chilling out there in the back, sure. like waiting for somebody to use them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which your job requires that. Which now. like math, not your strong suit, right? Okay. Why do we have to bring that up? I'm just saying like everybody has their not strong suits. <laughs> yeah. It just so happens that mine get highlighted. I have, I have a disorder. I've talked about my disorder. <laughs> I have a math uh, solving disorder. Okay, well, it's I'm, serious. I'm gonna, My son has it too. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you, but also at least I'm not making up a disorder. <sighs> That's too, no, it's not somebody it's, it's look it up. You can't, I don't even know what it's called. People comment on social media and well, run with it. Eddie. You know, sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're <laughs> Most right. Most of the time they aren't. Okay. What's your point in this? 
you were talking about how you're really good at music. No, and I just uh-huh. had to say that, like, I think it's really cool that everybody gets to have the knowledge of the things that they want to have knowledge sure. on. When you're interested in something, them. you you're knowledgeable on yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm sorry for me, that's not precedence or geography, yeah. but it is music for you. Yes, it is. So that was my point. Of Thank me. you. <laughs> Thank you. I just I I think so many people think it's so serious. What is our show <laughs> where it's like, how could you like, but it is though. Look at oh, lunchbox. Like lunchbox gets angry when he doesn't win. But like I got, somebody was like, you can't possibly work in radio and not know Nirvana. You know, it is actually possible for me to work in radio and it not is. know it is Nirvana. It is. Because I was raised on country music. Mm-hmm. I was not raised on rock bands. And, and you weren't, when were you born? 93. Yeah. See, they were huge in like 91. <laughs> Yeah, like, and I wasn't, my, my parents were massive country music fans. So, like, I, I, I'm i 90% good at country mm-hmm. music trivia. Mm-hmm. But, like, you asked me about Nirvana, I have no idea. Yeah. I'm lucky if I maybe remember one of their songs. Yeah. But, so, it's just, it's so serious that it's like, if you're in radio, you should know everything. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. About music. And music? Yeah. About yeah. every, if you're going to yeah. talk on the radio, if you're going to have a microphone yeah. in front of you, you should know everything. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't. Yeah. Do you? No. Yeah. I don't know everything. And I really appreciate I that about us. Bobby does, though. So he knows a lot. I know, but I feel like not knowing everything allows you to live life a little bit more. You get to, you get to learn things more often. Sure. Because sure. you're more exposed and you get to be excited. You're like, I did not know that. <laughs> That's really cool to know. <laughs> wow. You get me more excited. What? George Washington was the first president of the United States? Look at that. <laughs> I didn't that know one that. I knew. That okay. one I knew. <laughs> and you know what? The 46th president is Joe Biden. The uh-huh. 16th president Yo, was Abraham Lincoln. That stuff, I don't know. See? I don't know. I've been brushing. If I brush up on it, then it's there. Mm-hmm. But if, I never I never even do took you, the time. Do you know the address of the White House? Uh, It's something Pennsylvania Avenue. Right. 1600 See, Pennsylvania Avenue? Something like that. And that's one where I'm like, please don't come to me. Please don't come to me <laughs> on that one because I don't know it. It's the worst when you can answer everybody else's and then uh-huh. it gets to you and you're like, blank. It's the one I don't know. Blank. Like nothing. It's like, riddle me this. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. Yeah. But okay. some days, some days, man, it clicks. Yeah. Some days you're like, boom, got it. This, boom, it's a pencil. Yes. A ladder. Yes. You have those days more often than me, but yes, I understand what and you're some, saying. And some days I'm like, I don't know. A clock? No. It's all right. On and off days. Yes. That's also very much a real thing. It is. So, okay. we I do want to talk about the top three favorite of all time. I have three categories. Okay. Movies of all time. Ooh. Okay. okay. You top, need a minute to think? Top three movies. I mean, I know Forrest Gump for sure is there. Okay. Shawshank Redemption is for sure there. Get busy living. It'll get, get busy, busy dying. dying. That movie's so good. Somebody commented that on one of my Instagram. I was like, tell Eddie, like, or like made reference to you. I was like, do not allow Eddie to have one of an iconic. It's not Eddie's quote. It's from a movie. Get busy living or get busy dying. Um, That third one's tough. But I would say, gosh, oh, Field of Dreams is probably. Oh, that's a, I did not see that one. Field of Dreams is so freaking awesome. I don't know. That third spot's hard because my go-to is always Forrest Gump. Always Shawshank Redemption, which is crazy. They were up for the same Oscar. Did they come out in the same year then? Mm-hmm. Wow. They were up for the same Oscar, and I think Forrest Gump won, so Shawshank didn't get crap. Hmm. Wow. Because Forrest Gump was so good. Yeah. It, I mean, big pop culture moment, but I feel mm-hmm. like both of them are. I know, but it just it was in the shadow of it. Yeah. And so I'd say Feel of Dreams, because it's one of those, like, whenever it comes on, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. That's a good one. You know? Mm-hmm. What about you? I think it's 
Ready Player One. That the movie. Dark that movie's surprisingly awesome. Right. Yes. And I can watch it on repeat, and I still love it. And it's you, that Miles like Teller too. No, no, it's a, a it's a different guy. Like he he's been in, he was in the Kinda the suicide like show on Netflix. Seven things. No, not seven things. A uh, set. What is it? Um, <gasps> with, with with um the girl. Yeah. Uh, her name was Kate. Thirteen hold, Reasons Why. Hold on, hold on. Her name was Hannah Baker. <laughs> yeah. God, man, I still think uh-huh. about Hannah Baker. Yeah, it's that same guy. What's his name? I think. Mm. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. Milan. Now, now I have to say it because somebody's gonna correct me. If it's I gonna be one of those dudes that like. No, it's not the same guy. I thought they looked the same though. Who they is do. it? Ty Sheridan is the guy in Ready Player One. Oh, okay. Who plays Wade Watts? Um, Great movie. For whatever reason, but Great yes, movie. that movie, The Dark Knight, with Heath Ledger and Christian Bale. One of the best. And then Sweet Home Alabama because that's my all-time favorite rom com. I still need to watch that. You saw? We, we've talked about this. But you like it's always on TV. No, not when I'm watching TV. Oh my gosh. Eddie, this I is promise. a good rom-com. If it is, I love rom-coms. So if it is, I'm, I'm watching it. You will love it. Okay. Like, it, And it even has a little ah, bit of... I started it. I started it. I mean, it, there's she, so many lines in that she movie. She works where? In New York? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I started and it. And she gets proposed to very early on. Yes. I started it, and I probably got about 50 minutes in, and then I had something else to do. Okay. But I will pick it back up. Okay. You have to, because okay. it is one of my favorite of all okay. time. I, it, that and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days compete with each other. That's good. That's Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Kate, Hudson? Kate Hudson. Yeah. yeah those yeah. two are like in the bottom okay. together. Okay. 90s country songs of all time. <sighs> oh my gosh. That's so hard. Right? That is so hard. I'm going to say... Um, I gotta go friends in low places because that's so huge in my life. Friends, and you're just a Garth guy. Friends in low places. Oh, Chattahoochee. Solid. And then great day to be alive. Travis Tritt. Ooh, okay. that's 90s, right? That's 90s. Yeah, I think they're all 90s. Okay. If they're a little over, t- it's fine. Okay. I will. Because I was thinking 90s. of like something like that, Tim McGraw, but I think that's 2000s. Yeah, like I like it. I love it. You think no. it's 2000s? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Those are my three. Great day, be alive, Chattahoochee, friends in low places. Yeah, those are good. I, I I'm going little bitty, which is from Alan Jackson. Yeah, it's all right to be little bitty. That's it's always one. my jam because I'm really Cause short. Because you're, you're little bitty. <laughs> little bitty. Is it itty bitty or little bitty? I don't. You know, I don't know. We've had this itty conversation, bitty. right? Maybe itty bitty. Itty bitty, little bitty. Is I don't know. Bitty? I don't is, know. Is Google it for some reason? Little bitty didn't bitty. sound right. Itty bitty, wait, Alan Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Something weird came up. I need what? To get what? This. what? I put in itty bitty. Okay, it's little bitty. Oh no, the T word. Yeah, there's things that popped up. Big, I was like, big, yeah. big old bitties. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's little bitty. I didn't get it right. You it's little. Out there. Okay, yeah, I'm little an idiot. Bitty. I'm an idiot. Man, I feel like a woman. Man, have to. And okay. then my Maria. Yeah, man, I I wanted to put Brooks and Dunn in there, but I'm like, I don't have I don't have room for it. You know the reason my Maria is my top is because I remember so much. Anytime that came on my radio, my dad would turn it up and your he dad would, would jam. So it's like his one of his favorite songs. Of That's all time. so cool. That and Fancy. He loved Reba. <laughs> I mean, he his dog was named Reba. Like he your loved dad's Reba. Dog? Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but Hold my Maria on. was his jam. Sing my Maria. My Maria. No, 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 like, 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 no, 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 like from the gut, from the gut. <laughs> Come on. Mama Ree. <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody's turning it off. All right, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, that's not happening. Don't okay. Do uh, top three foods of all time. Ooh, pizza. I knew that was Pizza, a Whataburger, 
And the third one. Oh my gosh, I love hibachi. I love hibachi. You put it. This is your list. Man, pizza, Whataburger, and hibachi. Okay. I, that that hibachi really threw me off. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it throws me off too, but like I don't ever I don't eat it a lot, but when I do, I eat the crap out of it. It's like, like you, you know how much they give you at a Hibachi, mm -hmm. like the guy cooks it and then he puts like a pound of rice on your plate. I eat the, the whole pound of rice. It's and like your I, jam. I leave feeling like crap every single time because I eat <laughs> way too eat much. So much. Yeah. Yeah. And all the soy is very great for you. It's, not, it's like I fart like for two days straight. <laughs> I got to go with that going that in my life. Just letting you know. I really like yours, but I feel like mine are going to be better, Eddie. I'm, I'm, there's I'm no partial. way. There's no way because you have like you're vegan. Vegetarian. Whatever. Two different things. <laughs> that's uh, true. That's true. And you know what? These are foods that everybody loves. Mac and cheese. Actually, no. What? Grilled cheese. Oh yeah, that's good. Fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah. And tacos. Of course. See. Wait, wait. What do you mean? What's in the tacos? I mean, have you never had a fried avocado taco no. or a cauliflower taco or no. a black bean, sweet no. potato black bean? No. <gasps> what are you so talking about? Good. Oh, they're so good. You, ha you ever had a fajita taco? No. <laughs> you ever had a chorizo and egg had, taco? I've had vegetarian fajitas. Yeah, 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 no, we're, not, we're not talking about that. All the sauteed peppers. You ever had a chicken taco? No. <laughs> <laughs> you ever had a pork taco? Definitely not. Barbacoa taco? Don't know what Man, that is. We ain't talking. What? It, what's the B one? What? Baracha? Barada. Excuse me? There's a B one. Baracha. Uh, ah, uh? Now I got to Google it. Barada. Taco. No. Bur what are you speaking? Taco. Bira, bira, tacos. Oh my, bira. I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Bira, it's a thing. Oh, is, is that is that Mexican? This is like everybody tells me this is the most authentic because you dip it in like this sauce. Birria? Eddie, you're a terrible Mexican if you don't know what this is. A savory Mexican beef. Now l let me explain something to you, Jalisco. Yeah, let me explain something to you. I'm from Texas. Okay, but I'm just telling you, this, this is, is like from the... deep southern Mexico. It's a different. It's different food. But everybody says this, that's like the most classic, like Mexican taco. Do you want one? No, well, I'm just helping. <laughs> How do you know you. this stuff? See, if I because were you, I go and I, I pay attention to things, even though I'm not eating it. I still want to know the experience for other people. People are like, oh my gosh, tofu. Shut up! I don't want to hear about oh, no, it. I don't eat it. Terrible. I don't eat it. I also agree with you on that. Oh my gosh, peanut tempeh. No, don't eat it. That's lunchbox. <laughs> don't eat it. Also, don't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, don't care about it. No, I, did okay, you just hear barilla. all the classics of mine? Barilla, yeah. Yeah. Barilla. Apparently, it's this beef, but then the, the most important part is you dip it in this, like, sauce. Mm. And that's why it's, like, so good. Mm. I've just, I've been around a lot of people that have had it, and they're like, Who, this is a little uh, Who's had time. that? There's a food truck here in town that serves like a really good one and I had like their cheese empanadas and somebody else had these like the most but, yeah. yeah and they were like this is the best place in town to get them. I've never heard of that yeah I need to find this truck and try it all right we'll help you out thank you, we'll help you look be at a you white girl teaching me how to be Mexican <laughs> look at you I hey I could be wrong but like I'm telling you this is the, the dish well, everybody tells me it's about not Mexican. fair it's not fair you've never had it no that, that's but, that's like not but I've just told like this is like if you're gonna eat real Mexican food, this is like the dish to have. You have Mexican friends, other than me. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Do we know each other? No. We should. <laughs> you're supposed to. Yeah. I think. I like it. But I think most of them are part. They're not full. Uh -huh. But like their families, like, they have it in their families. Yeah. Really, like strong, and they've been cooking things. Yeah. And whatever. Okay. But yeah, that's cool. the dish. But yeah, those are mine. But that's not on your list. 
Varia no, tacos. just tacos. <laughs> just tacos. But that let me no tell meat you, a fried avocado taco is so good. Never had that. It's really good. You have know, you ever had fried avocado in general? No. It's good. Mm-mm. It's avocado nice. was introduced to me later in life because I didn't like guacamole mm, yeah. growing up. I was like, oh, this is weird. It's like creamy and sticks to the top of your mouth. And then my mom would have avocado and I would be like, well, I don't like it. But as I got older... I make a salad or something. I'm like, eh, throw some avocado in there. And I kind of like it. Yeah. I do Especially think avocado is an adult taste because mm-hmm. it doesn't have like a specific taste. You got to season it a little bit. And it's green. Yeah. Green and creamy just looks like this cannot be good. <laughs> I'm not going to keep letting us go okay. down that okay. path. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, we had Clear your Google's history. <laughs> uh, I need to, especially after this next part, we had our cinema club review. Oh my gosh. Eddie, I was so traumatized. I can't believe you watched it. I can't believe I did either. Like in a weird way, I'm shocked that you kept watching it. I, I, Eddie, I'm telling you, it was such a train wreck. Like I, I wanted to turn it off and I just couldn't because it was That's such a train wreck. <laughs> I was like, what are they going to do now? I, I, full disclosure, I didn't finish it. You didn't finish it? No, I'm like, why, why do I need to keep watching? I don't care if she makes it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, it's one of those I things, don't. like, I don't care if she makes the lead part. Like, it's not important to me. I don't care if she, like, fixes her life. It's not important to me. I don't care if she leaves Las Vegas. I don't care. What I've seen is enough. And, and I'm only saying this because I had to isolate myself to watch this movie. Yeah. And if I and ever. it's a two-hour movie. <laughs> yeah. If I ever have to isolate myself from my kids and my wife to watch a two-hour movie that, like, is nothing but boobs and, like, no, it's not even boobs. Oh, it's, it's everything. everything. It's everything. But they never show guy stuff. I'm like, hmm. I just, you know, That's just point true. that out. Like, That's true. It was all women. And I'm like, but, but, but what? the guy stuff, and it's funny we're talking about this, but the guy stuff was never. I'm not, I'm not saying either that I want to see it. I'm just like, right. it was only women. Because girls don't want to see that. <laughs> but the guy stuff, like, has never, ever been shown on, on movies like, yeah. until the last 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was younger, we'd be like, <laughs> the boobies, that's funny. But the guy stuff, like this, always covered. Isn't that so crazy? Always like, covered. <sighs> but now, like, they'll put a, a dude's thing, like, right, like, close up. I'll be like, well, okay, he didn't want to do that. But, like, <laughs> the hell? It's because it's not very pretty, Eddie. Nobody wants, nobody wants to see it, so why show it? It's and just like I don't want pictures. I don't want like some random, you know, dude pick like that. I'm like, what about that do you think is a good idea? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that happens to you. I'm really sorry. <laughs> like, that's terrible. Like, I, you know, I love, I love, I love guys. I think they're great. Yeah, it's but no one wants attractive. to. I, nobody I, wants to see and that. And I wish guys knew that. Like, and, and they do know that. Like, girls have told guys a hundred thousand times we don't want to see that. But like, they'll go, oh, they want to see this. Yeah. Uh-huh. So stupid. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> what I don't understand though is the race to show as much as you can on in movies. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 did you ever see Nomad? Is it Nomad? The no, little lady so. that like lives off the like she's got an RV and she doesn't have a home. No, who's in it? McDermott. Her name is something McDermott. You'll see her and you'll be like, oh yeah, and it won like awards. Oh yeah, no, I haven't watched this, but There's I do recognize. Like a that. scene in there where she's like taking a dump in a pot. And I'm and and it's not like you just see the side of her butt. They literally show her taking a dump in a pot. And I'm like, we don't need to race to show the most that we can show in movies. Like, yeah, that's good for it. some of it to be left up to the imagination. Yeah, or, or just say it happened. <laughs> oh wow, she pooped in a pot. Crazy. Wait, but did, I do have a very serious question. Did you get to the pool scene? No. Oh, yeah. But but I was shocked by that too. Like that wasn't the craziest scene. 
the lap dance was the craziest scene. Yes, but like, like that the, was crazier the, than the pool the scene. The pool scene was just like the pool scene doesn't even look real. I, I just like I just want to know who decided that was a good idea. Yeah, like you the know, director. Who, yeah, who watched that? Who's was this like, director? She's gonna go crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Listen, I don't want to sit here and talk about because, like I said, it, it traumatized me. But let me tell you how much it traumatized me. There's a scene in this movie that's really bad where three guys and a girl. Did you get to that part? It was a it was a party. And something really bad happened to a girl. Oh, no. Okay. I must have stopped watching. Be glad you did. Good. And this part happened. And I was left alone. I went to a gym, a newer gym that I've been going to. And there was three guys in there and it was me. And I literally had so much trauma from that movie. that movie? That I ran out. I was like, I don't don't think these guys are going to do anything. But I just have this in my head right Mm -hmm. now. And I I can't. I have Mm -hmm. to leave. That's terrible. That's how much this movie dramatized I know, and that's me. why I'm like, why did you finish? Why did you even watch that movie? Because I didn't know it was coming. But you, you even said you weren't going to watch it. No, I said I was going to try. And listen. I really thought that you opted out. I, and I, I, and I try I, and be a good sport, okay? And like 30 minutes in, I'm like, I, I need to opt out. I, but if, <laughs> you know, if I'm going to make people watch a movie and I have to like participate, I, that's I'm what trying I thought to be a too. good sport. But, <laughs> and I just like couldn't. I was so deep in that I was like, I can't get out. It was one of those where I was just like, you got to get out. I was out. so appalled. You got to get out. Oh, I, I needed to. You, there's a red button on the remote. Yeah. And if you hit that red button, mm-hmm. it's, it, it gets you out. Yeah. Huh? I wish I had. And I you, wish no, I had. No, you had it. You had it. Mm-hmm. You just need to reach to that remote mm-hmm. and, and do that. Just know that it really traumatized me. And no, I hope I, nobody watches this movie. You, you want to hear a crazy story? What? The, the girl, the, the, the lead dancer. Yeah. Uh, I know her sister. Wait, the lead dancer, like the lead in the whole movie? Uh-huh. Nomi? No, 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 no. The the the, lead, the girl that the lead, the star of the of the Vegas show. Oh, the brunette. the mean girl, the mean girl. Yeah, so she's like really hot. Yeah, like really pretty girl. Yeah. Okay, I, you know I, her sister. Yeah, you've met you've met her. She's a manager. She's a manager in town. Wow. Mm-hmm. And she, it's weird. She kind of looks like her, but okay. not like identical. But she's got kind of the same facial features. Younger, older. She's she's her older sister, I think. Okay. I think. What did her? Did you ever ask her how she felt? About I, I never watched the movie until like this week. <laughs> now, when you see her, you're gonna be like, "How did you feel about your sister being in this movie?" If I do see her, I will ask her that. One hundred percent. I need to I'm know. Like, dude, your sister was in Showgirls. What the? My parents would never. My parents would be like, Morgan, we're gonna allow you to do a lot of things in your life. Yeah. This is not one of them. No, I no. I mean, my parents didn't know. Like, they were just like, "What are you? What are you watching?" Because like, they were in town. And I'm like, all right, you guys want to watch this movie with me? And like, <laughs> they watch 10 minutes of it. They're like, we're good. We're good. Like, let's <laughs> not watch this together. I'm like, yeah, good call. Good call. I'm going to go watch in my room. It was a really good call that you didn't watch anymore with them. Yeah. I, anyway. I really genuinely was just anticipating like boobs. Sorry. I was not anticipating. Me too. Like yeah. they're, they're topless dancers. Got it. Cool. This and a lot more than that. Yeah. Just forewarned if you decide. <laughs> and your reaction to learning that it was an actual release in movie theaters, like, yeah, that's crazy, man. It was it that, still shocks. Me. That was a crazy time, but I'm I'm actually shocked I didn't watch it when I was younger. Uh-huh. I think I remember people saying like, "Don't watch it. Like, this is terrible." Yeah. And I get it now. It is terrible. Yeah, I'm never gonna be able to like remove that from my brain. You know how we're talking about yeah. how a lot of things leave my brain? Yeah. That, that is one's, seared. You'll always have a, yeah, a visual there. Yeah. So. And, and do you watch Saved by the Bell? 
I, well, you guys made me, remember? So isn't that crazy? Like, that's what she went to straight from Saved by the Bell? Yeah, like, I did not put two and two together when I was watching Showgirls. Because, yeah, I, you know, I, I think I watched, like, five episodes. You I, guys I made me watch it. Every two minutes, I'm like, this Jesse Spano, man, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, my God. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay. We have one more break. Okay. We're diving back into some foods. We're going to change yes. subjects here. <laughs> Food. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. We did a draft of circular foods this week. Was that not a good draft idea? It's a great draft idea. And I had a lot more. It was like one of those things where you start thinking about foods like, oh, pizza, of course. And you're like, pancakes. Oh, yeah. Cookies. Cupcakes. You're like, everything's circular. Yeah. You don't Peanut butter it. cups. <laughs> All and the once, once I opened the, the candy department, I'm just like, sweet tarts. Everything is. Like, everything's circular. We didn't circular. even like dive into fruit. Like watermelon. Watermelon. Grapes. There's Pineapples. so much circular food. Yep. Um, Nella wafers. See? 
Oreos. Ore- oh my God, mind blown. Why didn't anyone pick Oreos? Uh-huh. There's so many. Like I had this whole revelation. Yeah. You're having what I had when I brought this category idea up where I was like, yeah. holy crap, so much is circular. There's so much <laughs> circular. And I wonder that's because it like fits better in our mouth or something. Like what is the, yeah, you know maybe. what I mean? Like, yeah, because if you do rectangle. Uh, <laughs> it's like a big old bar in your yeah, mouth. Or I like a know. banana is weird. It's like curved. Right, okay, Morgan. It's, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't even mean that that way. I just like, they're weird to eat. This is a new break. Okay. okay. Move on. Not talking about circular foods. What is a food that you think people don't actually like? They just eat it to look cool. Yogurt. And I'm gonna... Yogurt. Yogurt. <laughs> yogurt. Yogurt. Straight to yogurt. Yogurt. People are stupid. Oh, so yeah. It's so good. No, there it's not. yogurt that's good. You eat Chobani flips. I, that was the one thing I ate because I threw chocolate in there. And the only way I, because the, they told me to eat. Eat yogurt because it's a probiotic and it's good for you and it's got yeah. a lot of protein in it, right? Cool. Great. Blech. It's so disgusting. <laughs> There's and some of it that's good. Some of it is bad. Well, like what? Did what? you ever have a gogurt growing up? My, my kids eat gogurt. And those are so good. Yeah. Like those are, they're not good that's for you. That's the two ones, the ones in the two? Yeah. yeah. They taste yummy. They yeah, taste I, like candy. I can't have that because yeah. it's, it's a lot of sugar, right? Yeah, it's not good for you. And that's what my wife said is like, well, just put a lot of like sugar in it. It's good. I'm like, what? What's the point then? <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to be eating something healthy. Right. It's, I think people are like, oh, oh, this yogurt's so good. No, it's not. Yeah. Whenever I see somebody order like a parfait <laughs> yeah. of all the options on a menu, I'm like, uh huh. No, something wrong. You're trying to be cool. Like, <laughs> you know, that doesn't taste good. The reason I got brought up is because I saw some people were ordering oysters, and I think they're so gross. They're so good. But they like you're eating slime. No, no, it's, it's it's a shellfish. You're eating slime. You're being shellfish. It's a shellfish. <laughs> it's slime. <laughs> it literally looks like somebody's burger, and that's probably why you like it. it, it t- I, stop. <laughs> it does. It, it does feel like a snot. Exactly. Like it does. It's so gross. But it's so good. Like what about that could possibly be good? It's just straight from the ocean. It's like the most. And you're talking what about raw, right? So, raw, raw oyster. Sure. I don't know. I've never had them. Oh yeah, you don't eat that. But like, of can all you the, eat an oyster? I'm sure I like some vegetarians eat seafood. I don't. I don't like the texture of fish and stuff. It grosses me really? out. Really? Even like fried fish? Yeah, and also people put them as like the whole fish. I'm like that really grosses that, me that's out. That's weird. That's weird. My dad does that. Yeah, this is yeah. a lot for I'm me. Like, I really eyes, don't like seeing dead animals <laughs> of any kind. Yeah. But like of all the things that you can eat in the ocean, you choose something that's slimy. No, you eat everything. You you eat the whole ocean, like all of it, fish, octopus. Hey, the ocean's squid. gonna come back someday. I'm just saying. <laughs> and eat us. <laughs> yeah, the ocean's gonna be mad. So you think people eat oysters just to look cool? Yeah, because well, they do. It's an expensive food, and you look cool. You're eating out of a little shell, and you put a little hot sauce on it, and you're like. Mm. And deep I'm inside, like, they're so like gross. deep inside, they're oh, what is this? Yes, yeah, and I'm like, you're eating literal burgers. I will agree with you. And you're not eating burgers. You're eating an oyster. Does it but not look like that though? It doesn't look like a booger. It, the texture. It looks of a like booger. it came out of somebody's nose. Uh, it does. It does. <laughs> it does. An infected, <laughs> bad sinus infection. Um, you know, I agree with you to the point where, like, when they hold the shell up and they slurp it, like, okay, you're being stupid. I yeah. like it on a cracker. I oh, get, so you don't like it in the shell. You like it on a cracker. I w- I can do it on the shell, but when I do do it, I'm showing off. Because like the only time, so I'm saying I partially agree with you yeah. that when you do order order oysters and you grab it, I put a little lime on it, a little hot sauce, <laughs> and then like you're the only one at the table going, and, and everyone's like, oh, like who does 
does the slurping sound. You got to do the slurping sound if you're going to do that. I know. But I prefer it on a cracker. But okay. my mouth is watering like right salt, now because I want. A saltine or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so oh, good. Now, now I made you want oysters. Is that what you're saying? Yes. I'm actually like <laughs> craving it right now. I did see that there's girls, and this is such a brilliant idea because I saw it with pizza and I saw it with oysters. There's like young girls in college where they get a boat and they go deliver oysters and pizza to everybody out on their boats. They're like a food delivery for on, oysters and pizza. On the water? Yeah, like on in Florida and California. Did you know that, not to change the subject, but did you know that there are boats that go out to deep sea and like it's like a convenience store and they also have like. To like do it for like the deep sea fishers. Yeah, stuff, for I like imagine? for like shrimpers and like Who are fishermen out are out the there. Yeah, and they just go and it's like it's a convenience store on a boat. But they have everything, everything, well, like everything, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Picture <laughs> Vegas. Picture like Vegas. Ooh, everything. Everything. Okay. Yeah. I mean, did you have you had an experience with one of these? A friend of mine was a shrimp. Went worked on a shrimping boat, and he told me about that. And I kind of like. For a while, wanted to work on a shrimp boat. And well, you still want to be like a deep sea fisher, right? Yeah, I want to be like a fish. Uh, I want to be like a fishing guide. That's your your dream. Well, if I didn't really have to work. Oh, your retirement dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it would be extra income, but I mean, it's not. There's no pressure because honestly, I don't think I can find fish. Like, if it depended on me <laughs> to be like, you're just there for the party. I just want to like go and be in the water and drop a line and let's drink. Yeah, like, let's hang out. You'd be the party I'll play, fisher. I play play good music on there and. And like maybe I'd hire someone who really knew what they were doing, and I would just be the entertainment. You're like a team. You're like the yeah. fun one, yeah. and he's like the actual like knowledge of. I'd one. be making the drinks and everything. Yeah, that's that's what we do. But but when my buddy was like came back, he's like, dude, it's crazy out there. Like it's crazy. Like there's that because you're out there for months at a time. So he was doing the months at a time. Mm-hmm. Wow, I can't. I just can't imagine living out on a boat like for months. Like people who work on cruise ships. Mm-hmm. But at least you dock, you go to a new place. Like you're on islands, you're still around civilization. Right. But like people who but are you, out there for But months. you know, a lot of those cruise ship people can't get off the boat because they're not American. That's crazy. So like. I did not know that. Yeah. So like they, um, I remember I went on one and it wasn't a cruise ship. I went on a casino boat. Like so. So, so is it like a yacht? Yeah. No. In Texas, there's like, it's like a cruise ship. It's as big as a cruise ship. Oh, okay. And it goes out probably, I don't know, it's like 30 miles, 20 miles or whatever, just enough to be in international waters. And then it's legal to gamble. And so this cruise ship would just go out. Yeah. The things we do to get around stuff. I know. This cruise ship would go out like 20 miles and it would anchor and it would stay there and you would gamble for like five hours and then it would come back. And it's only like a six hour trip, seven hour trip for you. It's crazy. But I remember talking to some of the employees and they're like, yeah, we're from like this country or whatever. We've been on the boat for like months. They pick us up in another country and then it comes. They don't and, like give them green cards to be able to like. I don't think they have all that. And maybe it's cheaper. Maybe they, it's like a package. Like you get paid this much for a month of work or two months of work, you know, versus Wild. like. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. again, because if, they, if they're American and you do all that here, you have to pay them minimum wage or whatever. And they have protection and all that mm. on the boat. There's no protection, but they can't get off that boat. That see, and just imagine that like your whole life is on that boat. Mm-hmm. I, there's a girl that I follow on TikTok That's a uh, captain of a cruise ship and her cats with her on the cruise ship. And like her whole life is on that boat. That's crazy. Like, and she leaves six months at a time. That's crazy. And she's like, she's the one sh- driving it. Yeah. yeah. This massive yeah. ship. Yeah. 
So crazy. We were in Miami like a, a couple weekends ago and we were on the beach and we were kind of right by the channel where the boats, uh, the cruise boats coming yeah. out. Mm-hmm. And they literally like they they fly. Oh, yeah. And it's out. One out, one in. One out, one in. All day. All night. Yeah, because they're so massive. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. They're so much fun, Eddie. I really do hope our Bobby Bone Show cruise happens because yeah. they are so much fun. That would be awesome, but um, I don't know if we're going to do that. I know. Just, hey, good, vi- good vibes. That's going to happen. Good vibes. We did have I would love it. Abby performed her original song, which was a big moment on the show this week. Um, <laughs> and she revealed something which I'm not going to get into, but it makes me want to talk to this about you. About my dating life, sorry, not about you because you haven't been dating in like 15 (laughs) years. Um, there, I have a list of things that I no longer accept on dating apps. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, okay, like you're gonna be like, What? What What's happening? Yeah, okay, Um, I'm trying to figure out what that means, but okay, so like on a dating app, you can fill out a bunch of prompts and you have pictures. So, I'm gonna show you my dating app profile so you can kind of see, like, you can scroll through it. Okay, it's fine, like, I I put this together. And you can see that there's pictures that I choose. They have mm-hmm. captions with them. There are prompts on there and a little bit of detail okay. like about yourself, okay. what you're looking for or whatever. Yeah. Right. So one of the things I don't allow is if somebody writes, I'm figuring out my dating goals. That means you're noncommittal yeah. and you don't, you, you're just not, it's, it's okay if like you don't find your life partner on an app, yeah. but if you're not at least looking for that and all you're trying to do is like date around cool, not for me. Got so it. if a guy, a guy could be totally perfect, but if it says that, you're out, buddy. Wow. This, I'm, I'm getting strict now. Right, everyone's like, taking notes right now. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're going to like perfect yeah. it. And then they're like, <laughs> what is it? Bait and switch? Yes. Stupid. Um, hat fishing, which we have talked about on the show. Oh, that's me. But but here's the thing. <laughs> it's okay if you're comfortable wearing a hat, uh-huh. but you have to show all sides because you have to show that you're confident in who you are. Yeah. I've noticed in the guys that I've dated that have hat fished, very insecure. Hatfished. <laughs> it's a thing. Eddie, there was one guy that I dated who, who slept with his hat on. What? That's how insecure no, that's he was stupid. about it. That's stupid. I am not kidding. Like I, I was the first time it happened, I was like, Are are you gonna <laughs> like I don't even know how to approach the situation? And I was like, Are you sleep with your hat? He's like, Yeah. And I was like, That is like a that's a episode. That's yeah. like a, a TV show episode. It, it it was showing so much insecurity and I'm like, it's, I totally get that it is an insecurity, but like on some level you have to start owning it. You got to own crazy, who you are, yeah. you know? So um, that experience was so wild that now I can't allow crazy. it. Crazy. Like, Just own who you are. Then we'll be good. That's nuts. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, Slept okay. with it on oh. Eddie. Have you ever slept with your house? No. See? You're good. As soon as I get in the house, it's off. See? You're doing better than yeah. <laughs> the guys what are talking about. Uh, if they only post group photos. Mm-hmm. It's not where's Waldo. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to figure out who you are. Yeah. And if I had to guess, it means you're, again, also pretty insecure because you're not, you, you want to make sure you're hidden amongst the crowd. And do you post them with all ugly dudes? Yeah, probably. So you, you know? like stand yeah, out. Yeah, right, right. Like, oh, he's the best looking out of all of them. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll admit though, like I'll see pictures of group photos. I'm like, oh, that's an attractive one. And then I'll find them on social media and then I'll find the hot friend. <laughs> see, I'll never do anything about that's it. That's another mistake. Don't do a group photo for that reason. See, I never message him, but it's yeah. fun to do it just to, you know, Hilarious. see the situation. Uh, one word answers to prompts. Like if there's a, you saw the prompts on my thing and mm-hmm. all I said was fishing mm-hmm. or uh, going out. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, what am I supposed to do with that? You're not a good conversationalist. Like, show a little effort at least. Yeah. You know? That's uh, such a dude thing to do, though. It is. Fishing, golf, hunting. 
Yeah, but guess what? He got to be a little bit more intellectual than that. Yeah, <laughs> just a yeah. little bit, my guy. Football, watch <laughs> like, football. You can care about all these things, yeah. but like, tell me why. Yeah. Give me a reason. Uh, when someone says along the lines like, "If we match with each other," and their first thing is, "I can't believe you matched with me," mm. it just it screams ick. I don't know why. But they're being honest. I like that one because they're being honest. Of like, wow, like that's you're so hot. Like I can't believe you matched with me. Yeah, but see, I don't, it, it show again, shows a lack of confidence. I'm like, yeah, we but, match. But do you want the dude to be like, yeah, it's cool. Cool, I mean, he, cool we match. Like, I figured we were going to match. along the lines of, hey, like, you're really pretty. And I'm not going to be, like, turned off by that. But if you're like, I can't believe we yeah, matched. Yeah, okay. It's a confidence. You're looking for a confident I, dude. I need somebody who just knows who they are. But can they be overly confident? Yeah, that's okay. the thing. Right. That okay. is the thing. Okay. And I'm not looking for that. Okay. It's definitely a fine line. Yeah. But like, you know me, I'm very secure in who mm -hmm. I am. and I'm very confident with that. I need somebody who can match that. Yeah, got it. That's really hard to find. So it's fair. Um, and it's same similar lines. But if they choose the prompt, there's all these different prompts you can choose. Don't match with me if. And then they give like a list of like eight reasons why not to. Your whole thing on these dating apps is to show positivity. Like yeah. if all you're doing is showing negativity, what am I going to do right? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to match with you and you're like, oh, mm -hmm. she's a blonde. Mm -hmm. You know, something. You're going to find something wrong with yeah. me. Like, we all have things we don't like, but why put that off when you haven't even met somebody? You know what I mean? Interesting. So, like, I have all That's these, but you don't life. see me listing all of these on yeah. a dating app. Yeah. Like, these are my requirements. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's a look into what dating is right now. Is I, I am not jealous of you. Like, that's just, <laughs> that's hard. Yeah, it's brutal out there, Eddie. I'm not going to lie. So that's why I have stipulations now. And you haven't found anyone naturally. Like mm -mm. I see a lot of cute guys at the gym, but I just don't. Well, gym's, feel, but see, gym's a, a weird one. Yeah. It's not a great place to approach people. No, gym's a weird one. Um, like bars are weird. Yeah. And most um, of the time when you people meet people at bars, they're not the type of guy right. that you want to date forever. Right. They're the kind of person you want to take home and that's yeah. it. But there's no one you met through work. Not that you work with, but through work. Because mm -mm. that's almost like a natural, like, I'm working, you're working. We both kind of do the same thing, but we don't have to see each other every day. Like, none I've, of that. I've put myself out there in work situations to potentially, but it's a lot of women. Yeah. You know, we're back to the ratio in Nashville yeah, where it's a lot yeah. of women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've met a lot of great friends, Yeah, but never like a guy that I would match mm -hmm. with, you know? So nothing. It's tough, yet. man. Be patient. You're, 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 and I'm getting coming. better at eye contact. It's coming. You know? In, in person and yeah. I, I, this did happen when I was at that happy hour I was talking about I did see a guy that was cute and we locked eyes and I smiled nothing came from it but I did it yeah good I didn't look away nice so we're making good. improvements and he smiled back yeah yeah it kind of like sparked like oh uh -huh. he's, been, he's been thinking about that also one. in the wild is weird because I'm like are you engaged do you have yeah, a girlfriend right then it's like that I wish there was a way to tell if somebody mm -hmm. was or not, because I'd never want to make somebody uncomfortable. And that's always uncomfy. Yeah. Where you're like, I have a girlfriend or I have a boyfriend. It, that's that definitely adds a level of discomfort. At least with girls, they always have a ring sure. on. Sure. They're engaged. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. That's that. We have to get to for our last thing. Come on. We had Turnpike Troubadours on the yeah. show. Which was so good. So awesome. They're amazing. But I did ask people. To send us in some questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. I'm uh, ready. A few years ago, you wanted... Well, we'll do Spitfire, so you don't have to okay. linger on it very right. long. Two years ago, you wanted to ride a motorcycle. What happened? Um, I was supposed to get a deal with, like, get me a free motorcycle and, and I'll ride it. But I didn't... They, they backed out on that So deal. only free motorcycles? Yeah, like, I'm not going to buy a motorcycle. 
I'd rather buy a boat. If I'm going to make a big purchase, I'd rather buy a boat. Okay. If you got a free motorcycle, would you ride? Sure, one? of course. Okay. okay. Who has a better overall Jeep between us, and why? Mm, I think I have a better one. I feel like you have more of a Jeep Jeep. Yeah, it's 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 big. It's you, big. It's got big bigger wheels. tires. It's got a loud muffler. And you have a soft top. Yes, and which the top's always off, off. A lot, and I don't. Yeah, your hard top's always on. I love my color more. I really love white. White. Yeah. yeah, but I think yours is like more Jeep Jeep. Good. I'm glad we we both agree on that. Yeah, we do. Um, let's see. Our are all hobbies turned into work? Mm, no. I don't feel like all of mine are. No. Not all hobbies. No. I think a lot of the hobbies kind of turn into work. Nat- but, if they're a natural fit. Mm-hmm. But like I like to fish. That's never work. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> You're like, that's, I also like to make tacos. That's, uh, fajitas. That's, but see, but see, it, it, the chicken, if I start selling smoking chickens, that becomes work. You did, though. You did do I that. mean, I am currently selling yeah. smoking chickens. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I love to binge watch movies and TV. That's not a. Yeah, but that kind of becomes work because you do that's talk about true. that. Maybe a little bit. So maybe a little bit. I think I think. Everything in a weird way, in a little way, turns into work. But there are certain things that we still do that's not work. Mm-hmm. Right? I that's agree. a good way of putting it. Okay, Anna says, "Who has been messing up the YouTube vids? Titles don't match videos." And I'm looking at our YouTube page, and titles don't I'm not match videos. That. Yeah. Well, that's you. Well, so <laughs> that's here, you because all I do is upload them. Here's our process: Eddie uploads them, and then I have to go in and like make them look pretty. And half the time, it's the wrong video, and then you have to be like, "Hey, <laughs> upload the right video." So maybe that's what she's talking about. I mean, maybe, but I'm looking at like all of this. It's just because so like the things that the thumbnails we put on YouTube are small. It's yeah. just to get your attention. Mm-hmm. The title is going to be different than what that is, but I'm not seeing on any single one of these where a title doesn't match a video. Yeah. So what are we talking about? Stop that. I don't, I don't know. Are you going to Louisville with Bobby? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. And the the real issue with that is my son started football and my other boys are playing baseball. So I don't want to be gone a lot of Saturdays. So I'm trying to figure out what days um, I can go. Like I can do Friday nights, but if I, I have to come back. So if I can go Friday night, come back Saturday morning and be there for games. But games start early on Saturdays. So it's just I'm just Balance trying to being a dad. We're just trying to figure that out. Yeah. Like I want to go to as many as I can, but there's going to be somewhere I'm just, I can't do. Yeah. You got to You still got to be a dad. I got to be a dad. I got to, I, t- I mean, I tell them like, I'm going to come to your game. And even when I'm not there, I try to FaceTime, mm-hmm. but you yeah. know, the big you, part you, of it. Being a dad is more important. Yes, I agree. Okay. What are your favorite traits about each other? My favorite about Eddie is that even though he loves to throw his pessimistic in there, he's all, he, you always are very happy and just very easygoing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Those are my favorite tra- traits about you. The I pe- have a lot more. The, about pes- the pessimism, pe- is that right? The pessimistic <laughs> yeah. part I mean, is just the, the, the reality of being burned. It's like certain, <laughs> like so many times. You just have more wisdom of life. Yeah. And I just haven't gotten there yet. And I've, I've just kind of learned how things work. <laughs> and it's like when you, it's like the Wizard of Oz. Like yeah. I, I've met the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> like I know how it works. So I hate to break it to you, but this is how yeah, it's, and, and, and it's just because of our difference in age. Totally. Which is fun. It's the fun aspect of our friendship. What's really funny is when I go home for like family, like Christmas or whatever, and they're like, hey, so how is that? I'm like, let me tell you the real story. And they're always like, oh. <laughs> it's never as pretty as it seems. No, no. And they're like, oh, really? Or we're watching something on TV. And I'm like, you want to you know how that's made? What? It's not real. You, like, you blow back the. What yeah. is it? I, I can never say the word facade. Fa- huh? fa- facade. Facade. The facade. 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 It's a facade. I couldn't yeah. find the 
Okay. Yeah, you yeah. pull back the facade of something. Yeah, pull back the curtain. Yeah. And, just, and I should probably just let people enjoy it. But I'm always <laughs> just like, you know, don't don't get too crazy about it. You do, but that that is my fit. You are very easygoing. I am. We always have great conversations. Yes. You're very happy all the time. Yes. Those are my favorite. You too. You too. You're you're always happy. Um, even when you're having a hard time, you kind of like, I'm having a hard time, but it's okay. Like, it's all right. Well, well we're going to get through it. You know? So like, I like that about you. I, I really, you're very organized. And like, <laughs> to me, like, that's really cool because I'm not. <laughs> And I'm the yin to your yang. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I love how organized you are. Even like our desks, we sit right next to each other, or like our little workspaces and all your stuff is like, so like perfect and mine's <laughs> it does have a chaotic, <laughs> you know? And so I look at you sometimes I'm like, that's pretty cool. Like I like that. You do like Morgan. to throw pins on my space sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> to throw off the balance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And you don't like that. Okay. These are great. You go to the airport right now and you get a free trip anywhere for free. Where are you going? What are you doing? Hawaii. Okay. I'm going to Hawaii. And what are you going to do? I'm going straight to the beach. All right. What are you doing? <laughs> that was an easy pick. I think I'm going to Italy. I really want to go really? to Italy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what do you, and as soon as you get there, where are you going? I explore everywhere. Go to every place in Italy that I can possibly mm-hmm. go. You're going to get pizza? Oh my gosh, yes. All yeah. the Italian food and yeah. all the cheese. All oh the, all man. The bakeries. You're not going to poop for days. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> I'd love to go. Um, let's see. Why haven't you learned your winning song? As a fellow Mexican, I'm always like, come on, man. That's a, it's a fast. Have you heard it? Like, I, hey, it, I'm. <laughs> it's fast. Like, it's so fast. I can't speak Spanish that fast. What? Like, I don't know. Like, it's too fast. Maybe that's your, your challenge for the rest of 2023. Maybe I'll make that my New Year's resolution. Ooh. To okay. learn We're my. A little late in the year, but. <laughs> well, my next one. Okay. 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 What's your golf handicap? I'm a. I think it says 13, but. I mean, I'm kind of like between a 13 and a 14. I have no idea what you're saying. It, it means like on average, that's kind of what I shoot over par. I think that's what it means. I don't know. You put you plug in your scores and it gives you a handicap. And it's basically just kind of like where you are on average so that when you play other people, you're like, oh, okay, you're really good and I'm really not that good. I so like we can change our scores so we can be even and we can play really each other. It really make you sad at the end of every game you play. No, it's, it is it is what it is. Like if <laughs> if you are golf is the kind of thing where like if you're good, you're good. You can get you can try to get better, but like realistically, I don't think I'm gonna can ever consistently You've hit shoot. your peak. Yeah, like I'm an '80s player. I shoot in the '80s. Okay. Like I, I don't think I'll ever shoot in the '60s ever. So it's better to be lower score wise. Yes. Yes. But when I started, I shot in the hundreds. So you are improving. I am, but I mean, it doesn't mean that when I'm like 70 years old, I'm going to be like you doing know, that well, doing okay. that really well. Uh, how did you, you and your wife meet and fall in love? Man, 4th of July, South Padre Island. So she had some friends in town. Um, no, no. I went to school with one of her good friends. She was from Dallas. I lived in South Texas, McAllen. And one of her really good friends growing up had moved high schools to my high school. And one fourth of July, her like my, my wife came to visit her with like three other girls from Dallas. And so like I started like, ooh, hello, like she's hot. And she wouldn't give me the time of time of day. Like she was just like, leave me alone, <laughs> leave me alone. And I just kept trying all weekend. We went to South Padre, we went to the beach for fourth of July. And I kind of tagged along. We just told, we were telling this story to another couple recently. And I tagged along with her and like two of her friends walking on the beach. I'm like, can I come with you guys? 
I'm like, ugh, whatever. You were persistent. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we went walk on the beach and the storm came and like it just dumped rain. And the two other girls like ran back like, oh, my gosh, we're getting wet. And I was like, we're at the beach. Like, who cares? And it's just her and I left. And so we just kind of walked back in the rain. And she said she she said that she thought it was really funny that when we got to the hotel, I just jumped in the, the hot tub with all my clothes on because it was a lot warmer than the rain. <laughs> and she was like, that kind of did it for me. You know, that like, was the, moment. the fact that he didn't care about what he was wearing and he just jumped in the like our my wallet was wet and everything. I'm like, just get in. It's warmer. It's fun. And we just hung out in the hot tub while it was raining. And it's kind of how we met. But she had lived in Dallas. I lived in McAllen. So we were long distance. We didn't really get together till two years, a year and a half after that. OK. But were we, you like talking to each all, other all the time? I assume over phone. Over phone. Texting. Wasn't yes. It? And then and then I would drive to Dallas and kind of like, you know, hang out. Yeah. For a weekend and then come back or she would go to the go to the valley and hang out. And so like we did that for about a year and a half until finally we we're like, all right, let's get let's get together. Oh, yeah. And now you have four. Oh children. my gosh, four children. I've been married 18 years, 17 years. Yeah, it's crazy. I love that love story. Yeah, that's a cool. cute meet cute. Mm-hmm. I really like it. OK, uh, why won't Eddie do TikTok videos with you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have asked. I don't know. You asked, asked lots of times. Eddie just, just doesn't want to. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he, he likes to make fun of Lunchbox instead. I don't, I, I don't want to be categorized as the old dude with the young blonde <laughs> dancing. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's Lunchbox's role. <laughs> Both of you work behind and in front of the camera. Where are you most comfortable? I think I'm most comfortable. Well, it depends. Like, camera, behind it. Stage, on it. Like, I mm. love being on stage. Yeah, those are I'm different. I'm very comfortable on stage. Um, in front of the camera, still a little weird because I'm always worried about what I look like. Like mm. what face am I making? Am I smiling enough? Am I frowning? Like it's, it's weird. So you can't always focus on what you're saying because you're always thinking about what you look like, what you look like. That's what I like about our studio though, is like, we're always on camera. So I never think about what I look like. It's helping you with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm most, most comfortable in front of a camera. Cause that's what I learned on. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. I was doing in college and that's what I planned to do. Um, I'm really good, like behind my little computer. Mm-hmm. I know I'm good at that, but I do feel like I feel comfortable on camera. Yeah. I can just have a regular conversation and yeah. roll with it. So that's a skill. It It is. And I do appreciate that about myself. I can just like turn it on and we're like, let's yeah. go. So I do like that. Are you fluent in Spanish? No, <laughs> I understand Spanish because my parents talk to me in Spanish and I speak to them in English. That's how it's been since I was a kid. Well, and somebody seems to think you grew up in Mexico. You no. did not. No, I didn't. My and, and really no one is from Mexico other than my grandma on my dad's side. She was the only person born in Mexico. Everyone else was born in America. Okay. But but we we were all in South Texas. So like we've always been close. I'm talking like five generations. We've always been Texan. So a lot of that blends over because you're right at the border. Oh yeah. And like Texas was Mexico. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Have you started any speaking engagements for foster care? Um, I've already spoke. I've, I've spoken at like four or five different events. And I know that we're working on trying to get together with an agent and try to figure all that out. But like, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there and I want to do more of it. Traveling for it or most of it in town? Uh, traveling. A- anywhere, really. But any way we can get the word out on foster care, like I'm all in. Well, that's funny you say that too 
somebody asked as a foster parent, how do you handle discipline? At this point, it's, it's at this point, we are equal discipline at the beginning. It was not equal discipline because you can't, they're your kids at this point, yeah. there are kids and they're all treated the same. Uh, when we first got him, those different, like you gotta be like, okay, he's not used to this. I can't treat him the way I treat my own kid because he's not used to this discipline. He just got here. He doesn't know the rules. And so we've done, we've done like four years of these are the rules of our house. And like, and now that they know the rules, this is how we discipline you for these rules. And before I would pop my, I would give my, my kid poppings, my biological kids poppings. I would. It's like, we're in, we're in 2023. Well, but still they don't want it. And like, I don't want it. And I do it with my hand too. So it's not like crazy popping, but like, don't grab a belt. No, not like my mom. And so like, you know, I couldn't do that with them. But they were always like, that's <laughs> so awesome. Like, I was going to say, was that, that hard getting... for your two first kids? Let's yeah. Just say two first kids. Yeah. They were hard. It was hard for them because they're like, why am I getting poppins and they're not? Well, they're not ready for that yet. Mm. And now it's like, oh, okay. Oh, I can get those two. Okay. I'm shaping up. I'm shaping up. So I think we're at the point now where we're very equal. Okay. There's still certain things that we adjust for, for, for the, for our adopted kids, but no, there's a pretty level playing field now. Okay. Yeah. All right. And our, we'll, we'll end on like a high note. Somebody's going into senior year of high school and they're saying they want some tips to survive and maybe some quote ideas. Quote ideas for I think the. Maybe for their yearbook or maybe. Man, for the cool quotes to me were like the movie quotes that everybody liked. <laughs> That's you like, know? Get busy living. Yeah. Or get busy you know what dying. I mean? Like those were always cool. Like when someone made their own quote as a senior, I'm like, what do you know? You're like a senior, <laughs> you know? So like they, I like the ones I liked was always like, like Ferris Bueller would say, you know, those whatever. I really love the Disney ones. Anything those that comes cool from a too. Disney movie are my favorite. Totally. So anything from Disney or as Eddie says, movie quotes, any kind of stuff like that. I like, but I don't think they can do run Forrest, run <laughs> unless, unless there's a big inside joke. Those are funny. Uh, amongst like, a bunch of you. A bunch of your friends. Mm-hmm. That's always cool too. And tips to survive, you, you know, really take it one day at a time would be my best thing because I think you need to take it all in. Yeah. You're going to look back and be like, dang, I really like wished through that. But senior year is really exciting and it's the about to, your whole life is about to change. And especially even going into college, you're going to do more and see more and experience mm-hmm. more that Take it in that you're a kid, that you get to experience life, especially like spend time with your family. Yeah. Especially if you're going off to school, like spend time with your family, take each day at a time and just like soak it all in. You're not going to want to because. No, but like you should. You should though. Yeah. That would be like the best like survival. And like, I mean, you're living it up. It's okay if you get a B in something. Mm-hmm. I mean, try and If you've been keep, accepted to college grades. already. That's true. But like, you, I think you can, I think you can get denounced. Like I think can they you? can. Can you? If you like flunk out. Well, yeah, like don't flunk out. Yeah, but like just keep your good grades, but like you don't need to like be so strict. Yeah. yeah. And if you can get like last period off, do it. Yeah. Like do it. If you're, if you've already tapped out, like, and you don't need to take a class, take that. And say period yes off. to everything. Do mm-hmm. every activity. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody is like, we're having a bonfire or do it. like going out, doing something fun, do it. Yeah. Do all of it. Yeah. That's why I say soak it all. It's good stuff. I like it. Yeah. Okay. We good get luck. some good advice. Good luck, Maddie, I believe is her name, to your high school senior year. Good luck, oh, Maddie. Like so far away. Um, 
Eddie, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Morgan. That yeah. was fun as always. Always I fun. Loved it. Wait, seriously, we could sit here all day. These yeah. are my favorite conversations. I know, with me you, too. So. No, I like that we involved questions. Gonna have to do that next time too. But, yeah. Uh, tell people where they can hear you, find you. Uh, oh, that was a question. Do you, do you miss the sore losers? I do miss the sore losers. I do. I, I mean, I do like the time that I have now, um, but I do miss the sore losers. I do. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, that's a fun podcast with those two idiots. It's like a locker room. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> but idiots. Where can they find you on social media? Uh, at producer Eddie on everything. Yeah, consistently. Anything else you want to promote? Across the board. No. Hey, smoking hot chicken. We're gonna we're working on it. You can't say that because nobody can buy it. I know, but I'm working on it. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of hoops to go I know, through. But you can't promote it because nobody can buy it. And Just, now I'm gonna get a bunch of questions online. Like, how do worry. I buy the chicken? You can't buy it right now, but you will. I'm sorry. Are you actually doing? I that? am. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know if I should believe you. I'm telling <laughs> you. you say that about a believe lot of me. <laughs> Okay. This is a good one. The chicken is so good. I can't pass this by. You still have to make me corn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay, I should do that. When you're back on your cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not when I, okay, can't, can't because I'm going to be on the road uh, for a while. The next couple weeks. So, but we will. <laughs> Dang, I've already been waiting for like I know, two months, I know, Eddie. I know. Oh, man. All right, y'all. Well, you can find me at Webgirl Morgan on all the things and the show at Bobby Bone Show. Be sure to check out all the performances from this week on our YouTube page. Eddie and I put a lot of work into the YouTube page, so <laughs> totally go check it out. And I love y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us. Have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, I'm Rachel Martin. You probably know how interview podcasts with famous people usually go, right? There's a host, a guest, and a light Q&A. On NPR's new podcast, Wild Card, we have ripped up the typical script. It's part existential deep dive and part game show. I ask actors, artists, and comedians to play a game using a special deck of cards to ask some of life's biggest questions. Listen to NPR's Wild Card on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.